Hello, creative people. Welcome to Creative Conversations. My name is Hollis Citron, and we are so happy that you have chosen to spend your time with us. I am owner and founder of I Am Creative and Express Yourself Publishing, and I am on a mission to expand the definition of creativity beyond a pencil and a paintbrush and to empower people, especially adults, to own their voices and talents that come in so many different forms. This space was created to talk to people with all different kinds of jobs, hobbies, and interests, and to have conversations about experiences and perspectives all centered around three questions. How do you define creativity? How do you incorporate it into your life? And why do you think it's important? Then we have a free-flowing conversation and we see where it goes. So I have had the opportunity to speak to so many. I've spoken to musicians, comedians, doctor, lawyer, wrestlers, Reiki masters, and entrepreneurs as young as 13. And these conversations explore the reality that creativity is not cute, it is necessary. People have defined creativity as that magic spark, how we show up in our life, imagination, basically all that we are and want to be, do, or have. So I believe from my heart that sharing these stories gives one the ability to expand their thinking, open themselves up for more self-expression, to feel more empowered, connected, and dare I say, happy. So my inspiring guest for today is Perry Pascal. She is the co-founder, pioneering change agent, and visionary artist behind the Awakening Light School. This space is a modern day school, Harry Potter school, for the adult souls here on earth to awaken and soar into their greatest and expanded self. Perry Pascal, welcome to the space. I'm here, Hollis. There you are. Hi. 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 <laughs> so glad you're here. Yeah, me too. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is going to be such a charged conversation. Yeah, so I, I so know. <laughs> so everybody, we've been on the phone before. We've only met a few times and it's like really long conversations and we are limited to this hour. So we're going to jump right in <laughs> and... I am going to ask before we dive in and learn more about you, is there anything more that you want to expand on before we start the conversation? Um, that you mean about who I am or, or what I bring to the table? That yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I was in the space today just because I was doing some other parts related to my work and thought it was very symbolic that we were having the conversation today. So I think the thing I do want to say is that an important part of my work is that I support people to really awaken to their true realized self, which I believe is really the greatest love that we can have of all, which is to love ourselves. And, um, you know, I find it a real privilege and a gift to support many inside of the journey to, um, you know, come into permanent union with themselves. And um, to see that expansion happen in the world and be part of it is something I want to share as opening. Yeah. There we go. Perfect opening, because as you, ladies and gentlemen, learn more about her, you're going to be like, what? <laughs> what? So, okay. And so we're... Do it, we do it with flash dancing shoes at the same time, yeah? <laughs> we do. Flash dancing shoes, leg warmers, all of that stuff. <laughs> so, okay, we're going to start with our would you rather, and then we'll dive into the first official question after that. So, okay. here we go. Okay. 
Would you rather be able to fly or be invisible? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, okay, for today, as I'm sitting out, looking out my window, us having this conversation, I'm going to say to fly. Um, yeah, because the idea of just, you know, being, you know, flying free like an eagle and, you know, just having no parameters and just, you know, flying to all heights and distances and not having anything in the way calls to a part of me that is about supporting people to be free and for me to do the same for myself. So I take that one. But there it was go. tough, though, with the invisible because <laughs> I do like magic, too. So, <laughs> And I should preface in the beginning that there's always creativity involved with these answers. <laughs> but um, yes, I, I totally see. And I had a feeling, <clears throat> excuse me, I had a feeling you were going to pick that one. Um, <laughs> but it totally makes sense with the freedom and um, yeah, no boundaries, because that has come up a lot in the conversations that we've had um, mm. before. So yeah, totally makes sense. Okay, so here we go, everybody. So Ms. Perry Pascal, how do you define creativity? Oh, this is just, you know, this is just so exciting and reveling. It's like, you know, somebody giving you this kind of amazing treat that you're about to just kind of devour and eat. <laughs> so as I, you know, come forth with that, um, I mean, you know, how do I define creativity? Creativity for me is divinity, it's source. It's the source within us all. Um, it's the, you know, a tapping into the, what I believe is our God realized self. Um, I believe creativity is a life force um, and, and a living life force that exists within all of us. And um, it, for me, it's, it, it's about existence and being one with life and life being one with creativity. So, you know, for me, it's like the ultimate expression of why I'm here, why I believe a lot of us are here, you know, how we even came to be here was thinking about that today was like, you know, um, without having given birth, you know, none of us would exist, you know, so for me, it's, it's that whole bigger conversation of, you know, creation, creation itself started with the creative process, you know, um, it's it for me, it's it cycles creativity, you know, there's the ebb and flow, there's the destruction and reconstruction, there's um, how we can, um, you know, it's about living in the present, um, about living fully in life, you know, living in the now, which I, I think is so, so important. And I have gained that gift from the gift of creativity. Um, you know, without it, you know, I think we can, you know, very easily morph into what I call like shifting back into the past or moving into the future. Um, and it's always very, you know, titillating and very exciting just to be in the process of creation. You know, if I look at my life and I look at the, the times that, you know, I'm most alive, most expressed, most happy is when I'm creating something, you know, and, and it really doesn't matter if it's I'm creating, you know, an amazing cup of tea, <laughs> which yeah. I do love to do, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, whether it's brewing it with like, you know, uh, tea, tea leaves, or, you know, just using a tea bag, or, you know, like I was thinking today, even with the way that I kind of create my bedroom, you know, like, 
the way I express my creativity is like I have fresh flowers in my room, you know, and I change them. Um, and, you know, it's like being surrounded by it all the time, you know, and being sourced by it. And I think I would, it would, I would be feel dead, you know, without it. Um, because I think it's just so at the epicenter and source of who I am and the way that um, I live and the source of so much inspiration and joy, you know, like really like, um, it's all pervasive. And, and I think for me, it's the way I see the world. And I have to say that I feel very, very grateful that I see the world the way I do. <laughs> I do, yeah, the filter that I'm, you know, it's my filter my filter for the world yeah yeah oh my gosh so much in there um yeah. <laughs> so much in there but i guess i just the first question that is kind of jumping out at me to ask is have you always seen the world in this way i, I mean i was thinking about that today i mean i think it's always been at the source of me i mean i think it really has i think it's obviously been a journey of allowing it to the full extent that it's, you know, wanted to, to be there. So I think it's, it's been more about like, you know, getting out of my own way, um, you know, tapping into it more deeply, um, you know, going into the layers of it and, and allowing it to kind of show me more. Um, but I, but I really do think that, you know, the flame was lit, you know, from the moment I kind of came out of the womb, you know, and I even have a fascination um for you know you know creation at the level of womb you know e even with the way i do my work um which again is you know what's that doing that's connecting you with the source of all creation again isn't it mm -hmm. um you know I, i'm i think i have an insatiable desire for it and thirst and hunger you know um mm -hmm. and and a lot of reverence towards it as well you know, like it's very sacred for me, mm. the way that I engage with that process, you know, um, it's almost, it's almost, it, it's got a very beautiful ritual to the space, you know, whether, like I said, I'm creating you know, the creativity, even with my spirituality, you know, I'm very creative in the way I do my spirituality mm -hmm. um, and birth that, you know. Or whether it's like I'm in a practice, in my own spiritual practice, I, it's very creative the way I do it. You know, I have a lot of incense sticks. I blend things with candles. Recently, I went up north to to see a soul sister who's also very creative. And, you know, I was just playing to play, you know, as a way of like filling myself up. You know, we were just, we were creating, you know, I was creating manifestation practices with, with her and she was just so excited, but it was so rejuvenating for our system, you know, and I went to the local spiritual store and I mean, I think it also at the core, which I think is also important to say about cre creativity is it's also about like play. Yeah. You know, and I think that childlike quality you know, bringing that back, like I said, even in this example, why was I doing it? Well, the inner child in me was saying, let's create something fun. Let's create something that you love, which is, you know, you always you create something with the divine and went to the spiritual shop and off I was looking for these candles. And, you know, the candles were, you know, it would, you know, it was very symbolic. If you look like it, look, saw it was as if I'd be at, 
you know, like a party and, you know, there were a whole bunch of different candles that you're sticking in a cake. The only difference that I, the only difference that we did was I was looking for candles that were a representation of different manifestations in life, right? So I'm actually, it's a good example to share for people. So I, what I did, we got was my friend said, ooh, and then that's when she played with my creativity. We were now dancing with it. Well, she was like, what about we put it in soil? And I went, ooh, I haven't done that before. Okay, candles in soil, that'd be cool. So again, so it's like, yeah, okay. So, and then she, you know, she's right in there with me and she's got, I've got some great pots we could use. I'm like, oh, brilliant. So now soil and pots. And then she says, so how are you seeing this? And I'm going, well, I think we're going to have a pot for me because these are going to be my manifestation candles. And I picked different areas of, of the ones that I wanted to use to manifest on, right? So I had, you know, let's say purple for spiritual. I had red for love. I put, you know, orange in for, you know, creative vision, um, yellow for friendship. You know, and I just went intuitively through it. And then there was something that she was doing and had shared about her husband and so I sensed that we needed a candle for him for new job. So I picked orange for him and he did, and there wasn't really anything else going on. So he had a separate pot with one orange candle. Um, and then my friend had a bunch of others and we were pretty, pretty similar in terms of like what she wanted to work on. And then one night, you know, we went through a process and, you know, called in and invoked in the, the angels and, and, you know, the guides around what was coming up and how to clear it and how to move forward. Um, and then we lit the candles and we sat there, you know, we got ice cream, which was also creative, <laughs> homemade, which she made with, you know, <laughs> chopped chips. <laughs> so, so we had manifestation candle time, evoking, you know, pretty okay. much our life really, um, over fresh homemade mint ice cream and chips. And she was like, you know, genie in a bottle anything else you'd like in a good way like you know because we were just so filled up by this creativity yeah. yeah and we just felt so rich we were sitting there looking out in the patio which has got this really quite cute garden and it's you know again and all the candles were burning we just sat there with great kind of um what do you call it um when you put them over you're not towels but rugs you know over mm -hmm. us and we just had the most fab night and it was like Oh God, you know, so, you know, it talks to all the things we're talking about creativity was, I was felt full. She felt full. You know, we felt seen. We felt uh, happy. We felt I, like we were oh being in each other's genie bottle, you know, like, oh, okay. <laughs> I have to say, and then we're going to get into a little bit more about your journey because I want people to kind of hear how you've gotten from point A to mm. point Z or um, I'll say M because we're not done this process we're like in the middle of the alphabet but um uh when you were describing all of that i just had this image and this is what oh that was so so many descriptive beautiful words in there and experiences because i want people to hear the richness in this the simplicity i saw almost like two little girls with like um like fake uh like plastic necklaces and and like tutus and barefoot with your hair and like pigtails and yes. just kind of going through and you're picking the candles and yeah. in this case you're picking like the chakras and the colors and yeah. you're like oh what can we do with them mm. and it's like the kid that says oh i'm gonna be this is a lego and i'm an astronaut and i'm flying to the moon and they make up a whole story with it 
So here you two little girls are like, Oh, so we're going to take, Oh, why don't we put them in a pot? Mm. I've never planted a candle before. (laughs) And then then you just did it with wonderment and fun. And Mm. to me, just inspired me. I'm like, Holy shit. What a great idea. I mean, to plant (laughs) candles and then first of all, it's safe. I mean, when it drips down, it's dripping into soil. Yeah. Exactly. It's this it's yep. this whole growing concept. You're yes. growing something, you're nurturing it. Yeah. And then you sat and had ice cream and then you're admiring nature. And yeah. I mean, how incredibly beautiful is all of that? Well, I wanna I wanna just top it off, yeah, because this was like a Sunday with cherries on, so I'm gonna give you the cherry. So um was that we just to, to add to the whole thing, when we went to the shop and I was creating all of this, my my you know, she was seeing and she was, you know, and that's the other thing I think that's really important also for you know listeners to get is it's a play that you know intoxicates because then you know now she was totally in the rhythm of wanting to be that way and we were bouncing off each other. I'm talking about my friend. Yeah. And she was like she knows I love decks, but I wasn't in the mood for that because I use them a lot with my work and I genuinely love them. Right. But she kind of, I was, I was doing the Campbell magic thing. She was kind of going, well, what about, what about um, a unicorn deck? Would you like that? Should we have a unicorn deck for the time you're with us? And then, you know, we'll pick a unicorn, you know, card. We can do it during the evening as part of it as well to see what guidance comes up. And, you know, we can see what, what the unicorns are telling us to do. So, of course, why I said that is when you said the image of the kids and, you know, with the jewellery and all of that, yeah. we, we had the unicorns in there too. So, like, <laughs> we were playing with the unicorn cards that night. And the unicorns were really guiding us, you know, and they guided us for the rest of the time I was there. And it was like an adventure, really. Mm, an you adventure. Know, and, that's, and that's the whole thing. It's like that thirst for adventure... Um, but like you said, all of those things that we, that, and that's why I want to share about it, because I think sometimes people get lost in thinking that it has to be something big and gregarious. It was ice cream. It was candles. It was soil. It was dirt. It was nature. And it was freaking fantastic, by the way. And the point yeah. is, it's totally achievable. It's more to do with how we see the world and how we create our world. That's what I really see. I've really come to see that, okay? It's not about the nature of the things. It's how you create them. It's how you put them together. It's how you mix it, meld it, mold it. You know, it's to do with that. That's, that, that's the essence, right? It's like, it's like we were creating it and it was ongoing, you know, and it was catching fire. You know, her husband was starting to make these intoxicating meals for us. (laughs) So he got into it and he's like, Oh, you and he started making food he's never made even though he's a he's a fabulous cook and he totally showcased that while I was there but again he caught fire it's like and this is the thing it's like he didn't want to do the same old same old so he started making dal and he'd never made dal before and then you know I have a very strong Asian background right so even Mm -hmm. though I live you know I'm I'm currently planted in England and, and again I think that does also make for an interesting creative conversation is I'm totally mixed. Like I'm half English, I'm half Swiss. I was born and grew up in Hong Kong. So I'm a melting pot. Yeah. So I do think I have to acknowledge that, you know, within my DNA, there's a lot of like mixed cultures, but the point is like, and that, and I love that, you know, that, that really makes for uniqueness. 
um, but inside my heart, I'm very Asian, you know. And so when I came, he was like, "Oh, I'll make you, I'll make you, you know, something Chinese and and this." And then you know, in up north, they were like making a joke and say, "You know, you are putting yourself out there." You know, she she's Chinese, as in she's come from Asia. She'll she'll have a level of <laughs> standard with that, you know. Right. right. Kind of, and he's like, "I don't care." He's like, "I don't care." Like you know, I'm totally up for it. And he was just he was just so in the process of just nurturing and being creative for us and like. That was his way of being in the creative process with us. He made yeah. some fabulous meals. So my point is, like, he started getting creative in the kitchen. And it was, like, it was just so much fun, you know. And it, it called a whole bunch of other things to happen that week that were also, you know, very creative in nature, too. Well, it is very much like a domino effect because, yes. and it's that whole idea of vibration. So when you're in that vibration of excitement and play and curiosity, yes at all of that, then it's just going to spread to others. And those yes. that don't want to be in it will repel and they just won't yes. hang around. They'll be like, they're yes. really annoying yes. and they'll go another way. Yeah. But those people that are meant to be in the space, it really does. It builds on itself. Yes. So I would really love for you to share with people because your journey has been to me such a brilliant and interesting one and um, so much contrast and yeah so much awakening and mm. soul shaking yes. things that have and people can look at once they hear once I let you speak and <laughs> tell more and however you want to share it yeah. people could be like what does she have to be so happy about <laughs> like these things happened I mean yeah. really but whew, you're just an inspiring power so mm. wherever you would like to share if you could kind of tell people Okay. Yes, that, yes. That'd be yes, great. Sure. Okay. So, I mean, I think the thing is, um, so, you know, I had a series of awakenings myself, you know, so, so the work I do is also a representation of the work I've walked. I think that's a very important thing to say. Um, um, so the first awakening happened with my health and, um, you know, basically I woke up and I had, you know, Epstein-Barr virus which is an autoimmune condition um, that, you know, I was lit up like a Christmas tree. I, I didn't know what that was at the time, um, but I just had symptoms come on. And so, you know, it was affecting, it, it was pretty bad at, at that time. And I had felt in the deepest recesses of me that it wouldn't be healed at the level of physicality, that it would be healed at the level of spirituality. Mm -hmm. And so... I had a spiritual awakening to heal those, um, heal my Epstein-Barr, where that night I went to sleep and um, I went through a whole process. And when I woke up, all the, all, the, all the issues that I had had were gone and I could just feel it had left. And So um, wait, 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 I'm sorry. Before you go on with that, are you mm -hmm. saying, was this an overnight kind of thing or did you build up to this? It was a, okay, so there was a, that, no, there was a series of months before that happened. Okay, because okay. Because obviously I had to get the spiritual, um, the spiritual answers or application, if you want to call it, right, to, to work that out. So, you know, I was prior to that, obviously going to see a naturopath and, you know, finding out what was actually happening to me physically um but my point was that um and then there, and then there was the period of time when i kind of got the download that it was going to be healed spiritually not physically right 
because when people try to approach it physically then they're spending all their time addressing it physically and I think that's an important thing to say and state Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so when I'd had this spiritual answer I was basically working it through me that night and then when I woke up I had the feeling that it it had all healed and of course you're feeling very vulnerable and you're kind of like going okay well I you know I'm, I'm gonna check this out and see if that is in fact the truth and then I called my naturopath and I told her how I was feeling and she said okay don't worry that's fine you can come in and see me and I'll check you out and so I went in and she she did the checks and all of it was gone and I was like <laughs> in that moment and I remember you know feeling very emotional at that time because you know, it was, like I said, it had come on all of a sudden and, and, and it, 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 there were lots of symptoms that it was evoking and I was, it was, it was very bad. Um, and, but I felt just this intense gratitude and this intense feeling of like, oh my God, this has happened to me. Um, you know, I'm very lucky and I want to pass this on to others. And so that was the first commitment I made, which was that I would be in service of people that had you know, kind of what I call unexplainable health conditions, which, you know, me being the symbol of that, um, that I would support them to heal that as part of my journey going forward. And so that is a big part of what I do currently. It's not the only thing because mm-hmm. obviously other things then happen to me. So when you have awakenings, you don't realize at the time necessarily that you think another one is coming. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's the other thing to just you know point out, but it does seem to be the, the case that when you are on an awakening journey, that there are somewhat more, more multiple awakenings that happen than just one. But So that was the first one. And then the other thing was that, um, you know, so that happened and I was very grateful and on I went to kind of really support people all over the world to kind of heal, you know, anomaly conditions with their health. And I felt very fulfilled. Um, and then in 2019, I had been with my partner and for quite some time and we got married and we're due to leave to go to Singapore to start our new life together. And two days before we were meant to leave he had a heart attack and died Mm -hmm. and you know my whole world just flipped upside down in a you know in a moment you know everything that I thought was the way that it was wasn't the way it was and um you know I do also want to underpin that this happened at the same time in Hong Kong when all the riots were happening, all the civil unrest was happening, and I was experiencing that my country was dying. So I experienced my country dying, and then I experienced my husband dying at the same time, and it was just like everything was crumbling. Yeah. And it wasn't like just my experience, like that was what was happening. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I... I needed to take a you know timeout, even though my timeout didn't happen like in a timeout sort of way. But I needed space away from it, and so that's when I came to England. And then obviously the pandemic, you know, hit. So that's why I'm still currently planted here. Mm-hmm. Um, but the point was that through that tragedy, it really broke me open into all sorts of existential questions meaning for being here reason for being here why am i here why is he gone why am i here you know my relationship with god everything was on the line quite frankly um and 
the deeper the you know the deeper the conversation went or the deeper I went down the rabbit hole um the more it was breaking me into my light at the same time you know and so that experience really kind of um you know really awakened me to my deeper kind of soul path here you know to really support people through awakening through grief transition loss um and to you know, I birthed a process that I call the alchemy process, which I'm currently in the process of kind of completing with my memoir. And it's basically where you turn any of the emotions that you're going through painful suffering into, you know, what I call into base gold, you know, to become the diamond that you're born to be. But I didn't realize that when this was happening to me, that the universe was guiding me through this process. And, you know, while I was, you know, heartbroken, adrift lost um mm -hmm. and it was its way of trying to send me back into you know it, it kind of bringing me back to me really so mm. the process was being birthed through me and I had no intention or thinking that it was going to be for anybody else um but later going through it I was like oh I see okay like this is what's happened to me this is this is could really benefit somebody else and you know, in the midst of all of this trauma and tragedy and grief, you know, it, this is when you get to the epicenter of what I call, you know, your true self. And, you know, like, what do you really stand for? Like, what are your values? You know, what, what, what's meaningful to you? You know, my creator was on the line, you know, and it, it never, never did it ever make, make it more important to me what my life meant to me you know, on that juxtaposition against death. So, you know, like we're talking about creativity, in me, it sparked like that dipping down further into the darkness, ripped me even further back into the light in which we then just melted and merged into one space. Um, but my point is like, because I, I had never had I ever been so present to my life, you know, yeah. And it's like, so how do I want to choose to live it? I've got one life. And one of the things that came about from this process, which I still live from, is I only live within a 24-hour window since this happened. Okay. Because that's my truth. You know, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, so I don't live for tomorrow. I live for today. Mm -hmm. And inside of that, everything emerges for me. And that's also, it. like, you could almost say that is a creative practice. And since this happened to me, um, you know, people have been blown away by the way that I live that way, you know, and I've actually even adopted it, if I'm honest, um, because of the fact that, A, there's so many things that we're not necessarily present to that happen in one day, but are we really present to that day? Yes, right, <laughs> right. Are we just walking like a walking zombie from A to B, asleep, a slumber? you know, wishing it away, um, or, or whatever, you know, numb to it, dead to it, you know, and so my point is like, this blaze of fire, because there was so many, so much symbolism that happened in that period of time, you know, the ashes, the burning, the phoenix rising, you know, um, um, into, into, into life and death and the dance between the two. Um, was you know um, re was emerging me even more deeply with life and 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 the moment and creativity and aliveness and breathing you know like are we fully here or not 
you know, so I live my life even more intensely. So, you know, it's hard for someone to get that. Look, I'll admit, I, you know, the other thing that makes my creativity so deep is I'm intense. You know, I am. And I, and, and I embrace this with all of my love now because I think mm -hmm. it's such a gift. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because I look at, you know, certain things where people just, it's just, you know, like water just skims off it, right? No, not with me. With everything I've experienced, you can imagine it's almost like a giant crater has been has been built with roots that go straight down into the into the earth and then go whoosh straight back up into the sky, right? I have I have width, I have depth, I have height. Yeah. You know? And it's changed my level of depth with, with which I hit creativity, you know, experience yeah. creativity. Um such I, an awareness. Such yeah. an aware. So before you continue, I just want to, I want to go back to this live within a 24 hour window for a minute. All right, then. Yeah. So what does that, I, I understand that that means, um, and maybe it's not really much beyond what I'm going to say, but um, I understand that it's about being present and it's about the awareness. Mm -hmm. Does that mean not scheduling things of kind of just innately kind of feeling into things and being like, I'll see how I feel in that moment? Well, I, okay. So, so I mean, practically there are still things I've had to, you know, like build or agree to further out. Okay. So I, I agree that that happens at one point though, in the process, I wasn't, <laughs> so I wasn't so so I have allowed that to ch that part to change you know like to build something in in ahead but okay. I will say though even though because I, I allow something to build ahead the, the 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 premise of the living within 24 hours still occurs as real for me and what I mean by that is that you know if I want to change that, then I will. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm not living into that moment. I'm fully here and I will move things out of my space that give the presence or the power to the, the moment I'm living. So the main thing I'm saying is I'm giving the power to where I'm at. Yes, you know, get because, it. Yeah, the point is I don't know what's going to happen to me tomorrow, right? So I can't live over there. And the other truth I want to say is that because of so many different things that, that were showing up in my world to handle, to be honest, there was just too much even to handle in one 24-hour window. And to be honest, even now with what's happened in the pandemic, I would say for a lot of people, that's the case. But, you know, again, until we give rise to this and until we're honest about that this is happening, then we're not honest to say to ourselves. That's why I said a lot of people came to me and said, you know what, you've given me a lot of peace telling me that, Pascal. Mm -hmm. A lot of peace because I kept thinking I need to put myself out over there and that's too much of a stretch or a die if I'm honest mm. and I'm like well don't do it then and they said yeah but no one's given me permission to see it this way right and so here I am like branching myself so thin when I don't want to be that far ahead and also I'm not present here because I'm either overwhelmed, I'm stressed. I mean, think about mothers in the pandemic, for example. I mean, loads of different groups of people, right? My point is, like, if you've got so much floating in your cup that you can't be with it, then where are you? <laughs> not, not present. <laughs> not right, present. So not in the past, in the future, right, yeah. Right, right. So, so my point is... And also the other thing I believe is some of those examples I shared with you, like, you know, happening to go to my friends or, or whatever, creating those things is like life is here. Life is now. So that's what I'm empowering. Yeah. Right. 
And yeah. the, I do believe that the more that I'm fully here in the now and the quality of my now really sets up my tomorrow. That's what I've experienced. That I'm not living for tomorrow to be amazing or waiting for the next thing that could be great. What? That's like living what I call a waiting life. And there's so many of us doing that. Yeah. Just waiting and waiting for what? You know, that's what I got present to when my husband died was like, I don't want to live my life in regret. Yeah. That is like a living principle I have for myself. You know, not having gone for something or not having, you know, like that, that made even more replenishment and even more precision towards the way I was living my life and the quality I was giving my life now, not later or for some day, because guess what? That someday may never happen. And the biggest thing that it also cracked me open to was, you know, the way that I had been conditioned by society to believe that my life would look a certain way. And my life didn't look anything about the way that life has told me to live it or that it was going to be. So, so in that moment, it also gave this whole kind of recreative experience of, in the now about life for me. Once that popped in a way, like we, we have an expression in like, you know, popped as clogs, you know, like the champagne's out of the bottle now. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like, wow, okay, well, now that like, you know, there's a struggle in the beginning, because it's a bit like, okay, my life hasn't gone according to a plan, you know, because again, we've been conditioned to think that life's going to go a certain way. And mine has not been linear. In fact, it doesn't even fit a box. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't fit nothing, I've been told, right? So since then, I, in, in, you know, like giving that creative space and looking at my life as art, because I do believe my art, my life is art. And I'm, I'm the artist inside of this or the muse, and sometimes both when I'm writing. And it's like, like, my life is my canvas. And then when that clicks, you're like, right, now this is where it gets paint really powerful with the paintbrush. If that's the case, and this is, this is also why I love creativity, you can create a new story. You can create a new painting. You can make it any friggin' way you like it to be. Why? Because you say so. Because you see it, you feel it, you want it. Mm. And you change the course of your life. So that's why I love creativity. It gives you to, it gives you a chance to renew. It gives you a chance to live your life on a whole different set of terms. I become on a whole different level somebody who is willing to risk herself unapologetically. Yeah. Because I know what it is to lose. I've experienced loss. Yeah. <laughs> I've experienced yeah. loss. So I'm like, what is that? To so all these things became like re redundant. It's like, you know, all the things that we've been told to fear. Well, it happened to me. The unthinkable happened to me. Right. 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 Like right. you don't, ex you know, you know, my life is going that way. I think that's going to, oh, boom, boom. Okay. Moment gone, like in a whole different direction. Yeah. So now it's like, well, life, life doesn't go by a set of preconceived um pathways it's to do with the pathway that is opening up for me and that's that is where the surrender comes into life and creativity too the surrendering the mystery i can only gain answers from living in that space because 
life is friggin' mysterious. It is a mystery. We don't like to accept hearing that, especially the people who are super alpha or super controlling or, you know, wanna, wanna, you know, have it prescripted. Well, that's just not been my experience. Yeah. We have no control over our life. No. You know, we have the power to create from it and then be aligned with the higher purpose for being here. And that's why I go into that kind of creator mode and, and navigating it. But there's a bigger destiny that, you know, you and the creator within, you know, have aligned to. And so now instead of kind of thinking, oh, I must follow a prescribed plan, which now I don't believe in anyway, um, it's more about aligning like with the theme of what you called this talk, you know, with our North Star of who, of our life. And there's a bigger bigger conversation there about that North Star, of some of which we can't even conceive and see because at the level of the mind, we couldn't conceive it, you know? Yeah. yeah. We just be, can't. So it's, be, yeah. Because we're so, you know, often linear where yes. we see we're very concrete. We tend to be as humans very concrete. This is what I see around me. This is what I feel around me. So that's the way it is. As yes. opposed to so much of what you're saying, which is, I love the word surrender, mm. is surrendering and feeling, which then leads to this open space, which when you get into it and it, it leads to these, um, experiences uh which you just would not have thought of like you said it's not wasn't planned well there's not a prescription was, yes exactly but a good example is i wouldn't be having the conversation with you would mm -hmm. i i'd no. be i'd be in so i'd be in singapore living whatever that life was meant to be and totally separated from like being able to just objectively look at that as a as a pathway for my life I wouldn't be engaging in having this conversation with you. Yeah. Because this pathway has aligned me with you and with whatever else is in my pathway to create next, right? right? So there's a bigger destiny for all of us why we're here. When we're willing to surrender to it instead of get in the way of it. Because that that's what I'm saying. When we're following prescriptive paths or thinking and living our lives through shoulds, that's another thing I want to talk about. D living our lives in shoulds and musts and coulda, woulda, shouldas, you know, that does not lead to a fulfilling life. Creativity is fulfilling when you are fulfilling on your higher calling. So, you know, this is part of my higher calling today. I can go to bed with a massive whopping, you know, smile on my face because we've had this conversation today and I seriously will, <laughs> including having an amazing cup of tea and probably a piece of cake because I just fancy it but my point <laughs> is like again you know this is the point like the quality of our life is determined by the quality of our experiences what are we experiencing oh my gosh <laughs> it's so <laughs> you know, freaking you are delightful and you are delightful <laughs> to me right you know like this is just like it's just heaven on a brush for me you know it's like whoosh you know so it's like it's just divine you know and we both feel it it's without even using words right it just comes yeah. through it's transmitted with us both right yes and and, and this is the thing it doesn't even matter how long you know someone. Again, it's not about how long you know someone. It's the connection you feel. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. but my point is like, 
we want more quality experiences in our life to be experiencing life and again that's what honors the 24-hour window too because again how can you be experiencing things can't be experiencing things if you're not present experiencing comes as a as a result of presence okay so so much to say and we have like 15 minutes left so <laughs> tell us about the third awakening the th the third awakening um well i would i mean the 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 biggest the second one was to do with my husband and then the 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 third one is really the connection of, of and how that connects with the realization towards our truer self and so that has come about from from that one the the second one i would say and the third one there there's no there's the third one is not is not happening currently so the, the we're at the second one is is really where it's at okay yeah yeah the second one is where it's at but you know you never know <laughs> as i said the, the awakenings happen in stages so you know you might be hearing that there's another one coming but my point is i feel like it's more than i'm integrating the second one and actually birthing from the second one because what's coming out of it is that there's all these kind of creative offerings that I see for myself that I want to build and create for people that are living from this awakening that they can then go through their own process and experience what I'm talking about by offering that. So if you could, before we get to the third question, if you could um, kind of switch it up a little bit, tell people about what you do offer, because this is a very, you offer a breadth of things and uh, pretty deep. So right yeah if you so, could yeah, tell us more that'd be great. Of, yeah so there's a range of things so you know talking about the awakening part the awake one of the awakening parts comes through channeled in my writing so i'm writing a poetry book that's called the awakening wild wild feminine woman poetry um and that's pretty wild writing and pretty wild receiving um, because people get to receive themselves in that in that poetry and really see themselves reflected in in the words and the imagery that comes through. Um, and I love writing it and creating it. So poetry books in process. And um, then I'm writing the bigger memoir book, which is connected to my journey, which um, I'm titling my soul fire awakening. So um, writing is a part of the space. And then I offer my work with individuals and with groups and with couples. Um, and I do that online, giving people, you know, sessions to align their higher, their, their, their heart with their, their head with their heart for their higher wisdom, which then causes the penetration through the deeper layers where people are stuck. And then they have very profound awakenings in their own experiences of the work which you know leads to really permanent shifts so so i work with people in like you said in those capacities i work with people to support their awakening their voice as a writer that's something that i'm going to be doing next week mm -hmm. um i am building some programs and offerings connected with this awakening work that's currently in process and play at the moment that will involve you know um, people learning about the alchemy process that you heard me touch upon today that will also be in the book um, but also some other uh, programs connected with people awakening their heart 
I believe this work is very important to support the awakening of sensitive children because I feel like in the world those people are not taken care of and if we don't nurture our children we get people who when they reach their adulthood have all sorts of issues so that's an important component for me too um I yeah. feel there's yeah there's offering that that I'll be working on to develop programs around people kind of awakening to their uh, desires and their passionate desires. So there's, you know, that's connected with the wildness, but from another angle, their heart wisdom, so that there'll be a whole area like awakening health, <laughs> awakening heart desires, awakening, um, you know, awakening people's light through the darkness like also because the other thing that I you know really gets my beef as well is like the work I do does not spiritually bypass like you really have to do the work okay mm -hmm. and that means like you know you you integrating those soul fragments dealing with the shadow parts of you healing old wounds merging it with the light but then in doing so like really getting remarkable results you know I have a client for example who's been doing this work with me she's manifesting from her own home okay she's not left her home she's manifested a million australian dollars wow from right because of the work i'm teaching her with like penetrating the layers at the level so the point is like until you shift your inner being it's not just this kind of inauthentic just use affirmations whilst inside you're still feeling heartbroken or you're still feeling betrayed or you still, you know, so my point is like, we don't want to plaster positivity onto something when there's <laughs> something much more deeper going on that needs to be worked through. And what I'm showing inside of that is like, you, sometimes the layers are not linear. So like you work on, I work on it with somebody and then that's what I'm saying. She had a, a, a series of shifts in her ability to believe, to receive. And she had this huge conversation about not being able to receive large sums of money. And, you know, she, then the universe, in the way it created it, you know, had it show up that she could receive, you know, like I said, a million Australian dollars that not only was she receiving the money, she actually got extra things that she hadn't asked for, but was more than happy for the gifts, which was, you know, you know, the offer of like a new car will give you a new dog. You know, so it was just like, and really teaching her that, you know, again, that alignment of like, there's a, when you open up to receiving what's really possible. So, you know, I'm just sharing with you, like I work that the depths of what can be when, when they are cleared out, what's possible, everything, you know, people realign and make very different decisions in their relationships. Yeah. They they become more bold you know like i really empower a lot of light workers to really support them to like step out and really own their voice because i i believe in that so deeply whether it's writing whether it's you know light light workers because you know i really believe that there's there is serves such an important purpose here and you know to wake you know waken the consciousness of people um and and supporting them to unleash their voice is a part of that. And for me, you know, again, all of these things line up with saying why, because it's it's connected to my purpose. It's connected to, you know, empowering their creativity in the world by being self-expressed, right? This is the beauty of 
everything that you're offering and everything that you're saying is, and again, it's just important for people to hear is you have to do, you have to do the shadow work, mm. meaning you have to deal with those. You have to go inside and really deal with the things that make you uncomfortable and, you know, the quote unquote, I don't know if it's the right word to use at the moment, but demons, the, the things that are really the layers underneath, uh, because yeah. you're, you can't just plaster the positivity of I am worthy. I am worthy. I am worthy. When deep down inside, <laughs> there's a core belief that really needs to be worked through. Yes, exactly. And I think the other thing is giving people permission to say that's okay. You know, permission. when exactly because the, and that's that's what I'm standing for. That's why, like, when I'm going to be offering one of the courses I'm doing, like, I'm very conscious, even in the naming of it, that it's going to. I'm, I'm I haven't confirmed on it yet, but the point is that it's going to have that reflection of that dark and the light sitting next to each other. Why? Because they're two sides of the same coin. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and again, if we put, and, and art and creativity really helps with this because when you look at it from a palette point of view, is black any more like meaningful or dark in interpretation <laughs> than white? If you sit down on a palette, no, right. it's just a color and they have the same merit. They just do a different thing. And in fact, when you start merging the white with the dark, you get contrast. Yes. Right. And you get the possibilities, you know, like I believe that I see life more vividly because of the experiences that I've had. And don't get me wrong. I've had some very intense experiences, as you've heard me say. Um, but the point is we've got to get over this in the culture that those darker things are somehow forbidden or somehow wrong or somehow stigmatized or somehow like just all the bad stuff who yeah. said even that who said who like, said that's the whole paradigm again the paradigm flip it's like who said so you know somewhere along the line we, we bought into that bullshit and like here we are living it and that's why people are scared to acknowledge it you know, and on, on they go with the plastered positivity or the plastered affirmation. You know, it's like we want people to heal. <laughs> we want people to feel better. How are you going to do that is by leaning into those moments. And the other thing is the, people always find that the longer that the, the, the quicker that they take that on, the longer that they're realizing that they don't actually have to do it for that long. It's just sometimes the more, the bigger we build it in our minds, then the truth of, of how it's actually going to go in the end. Oh my gosh. But, so true. We build up these stories in our heads where at times, admittedly, like I'll be annoyed at my husband or my kids and there's this whole story I'm building in my head. And then I'm just like, we need to talk. And then I sit down and I'm looking at, whichever one it is of them and we're looking in the eyes and i'm like as i'm saying it i'm like really <laughs> was it that big of a deal in my head it seemed like a really big thing <laughs> but as the words are coming out of my mouth i'm like wait a minute <laughs> yeah and honestly the gift that we can give ourselves of giving ourselves the time to heal 
and to you know and the point is that healing is it's you know again healing is it's it's a never-ending pathway you know but the point is that there are times in our life where if we're authentic with ourselves we can say i need to do this more right now you know like again it's like shades and color and contrast sometimes you have to go deeper with the color and other yeah. days you go lighter with the color you play with the light you play with the dark but again, art gives you that permission. It's like, it's play. Why are we making it so serious? We start seeing our dark, you know, our, those dark shadows as like, you know, like I said, playful things that exist, you know. Or again, like, you know, when we were kids, you know, you used to look forward to the dark, you know. And yeah. and now because of what's happened to me, I there is a complete surrender in the darkness because there's been so many times when I haven't really been able to see the pathway ahead. And to be honest, I think a lot of people feel like that. But the point is, can we surrender to the fact that we don't need to see? There we go. So That's as we're getting to the top of the hour here, <laughs> let's move on to the third question. Yes. And we're kind of wrapping it up. It's so much of what we've talked about. But putting it simply, why do you think creativity is important? why do i think it's so important well i think it it, it is the it is it is it, it, the answer to the reason for being here is the essence and core of everything you know you've heard me share that it's like in everything i've talked about it's it's the web it weaves into everything every part of life every part of society every part of our life experiences every part of our pain every part of our joy yeah. every part of our magic and it breathes new life and new hope into our darkest hours no matter what and to know that we can always rise again and start anew and I'm deeply grateful for existence showing me that through creativity yeah. and my hope is that people will lean into it more deeply um and you know it, it has been a place where i have gained so much salvation and so much hope and so much um of finding myself that i hope that people can be open to exploring a journey of finding themselves more deeply there hmm. I'm just taking it in. It's, it is, it's every part, the pain, the just enjoy the breathing into the life, the web, the uh, salvation, mm. hope, mm. such incredible words, such power behind all of them. And everything that you do speak and live, you really are with such passion. You have such a passion in all of your words and everybody can you hear how her writing like your words are so descriptive and um they just paint literally with as you spoke earlier we can hold the paintbrush to paint our lives you really paint with words uh um such stories and pictures so can you please tell everybody how they can connect with you yeah so um people can find me um on facebook so um i'm on at intuity world on facebook people can find me also on instagram at 
at Intuity World as well. And I'm on LinkedIn at Pascal Seiler as well. Okay. Website is paripascal.com. So I will put all of that um, in the, the notes of the show and everything. And <sighs> Perry Pascal, I am so grateful. I'm so happy that I've met you. And um, you thank you so much for taking this, this hour out of your day, out of your 24 hours to um, enlighten us and share a bit of you. So thank you. You're, you're, you're ecstatically and heavenly well, welcome. You can hear how much of a joy <laughs> and how much of a, you know, I can't say even an appetizer. You would, in fact, you were the appetizer, the main course and the dessert for me. Today, oh so. <laughs> so you can really get how much this landed for me, right? I really can say that I would, I, there's no other place I'd rather be than right here, right now. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And I think the words that you said, and I just want everybody to reiterate again is, is this awareness and this stillness and the surrendering, um, and this 24 hour thinking of this 24 hour window and just fully being present. It's a way, it's a way to really live and live your life and not be in the past and not be in the future, but be present. So just wish that so much for you. And this space is all about inspiring each other and connecting and sharing stories. So please like, follow, share all of that goodness, because I believe we've always needed it, but I think we need it now more than ever to be able to lift each other up and know that we're, it's true connection. So on that note, I wish you a good morning, a good afternoon, a good evening, wherever you are in this world. And I look forward to having another conversation and meeting with you soon. So goodbye, everybody. Feeling inspired? Let's just get rid of this, throw away this whole perfectionism thing, this whole concept that we have to know how to do everything. You know what? You don't. <laughs> Let's just do things and try things and realize what we like and what we don't like. It's all part of the process. The self-awareness feels so good. You feel more connection to yourself, connection to others, and huh, be a happier, more joyful person. Just imagine that. So you are where you are in the process. So you can dip your toe in the water to try new things at a slower pace, or you can dive right in. Here at I Am Creative and Express Yourself Publishing, we meet you where you are. So there are so many ways to check us out. Explore our experiential kits. They have everything in them that you need to try new things. You don't have to buy anything else but this kit and just explore. There's Creative Shui, which is seven elements to join happiness. Through the Publishing House, Express Yourself Publishing, multi-author books, coffee books, solo book opportunities. It is all about expression all about it and it's again just trying these things and realizing what you're good at don't all of a sudden think that you only fit into one box because we don't we are not made for boxes <laughs> there is also my tv show i am creative check it out the links are all in the body of this podcast you can just click the link and you know what don't say oh maybe i'll check it out tomorrow life's too short just click it see what it's about. There is honestly no judgment. It's all about exploring the possibilities, expressing yourself, and expanding your thinking. I will give you the website 
which is IamCreativePhilly.com. So IamCreativePhilly, P-H-I-L-L-Y.com. And just remember that you are an expressive being, so own it. I am looking forward to hearing your story because we all have one.